Roller Agenda listeners, what's up? It's me, your guy, Keith London. Coming to you guys with another episode. This right here, I'm driving in the car. And I was just thinking um, to talk to some of you guys right now. You know, um, it's the end of the year. Pretty much all the flies are over with. In fact, I'm not even sure who won the national fly, who didn't end up in the, the finals. Not even sure who it is yet. But I'll get back to with you guys a little later and let you know what's what's up with that but this is about you guys so listeners all you guys that them through this year it's that time again reevaluation time time to go back and, and evaluate all your matings and your progress or lack of I've been I've been evaluating my birds for the last how many months last two months so I don't know if you guys got started doing that yet. Which one of them pairs turned out to be good? We talked about this briefly once. Um, which one pairs turned out to be good? Which one turned out to be great? Which one surprised you? Which one disappointed you? You gotta go through your records like that. Just go through them. Look at the band, look at the birds. Recognize some birds, look in your kit box. Um, see which birds are really, really good. Which who the parents are. Saying, and if the parents were good, like now, this thing, if it was good, and that baby's come out to your liking, put some kind of mark by them. Let let um let yourself know that those they worked out good. This bird have um, some good points. Like what I do is, if they good, I put a check mark by it, right. I put by the pair, boom boom, they both got a check mark. If they bad, I put an X by both, and I put detailed notes of why they were bad. So if I if I use any, either one of the parents again, if that same trait pop back up, um, a same bad trait pop back up, I put another X by that bird. I mean, that bird then gave me two X's or two different mates. So at that time, most of the time I don't wait for the third strike. If they get two, they pretty much out. Some birds they get one. The reason why some birds get one is because they came in into the breeding loft to be a good bird and I didn't see none of those traits so if they go in there and I didn't see those traits with the mate before I'm not most time I want to give another chance um, only time I give a bird a chance if it's something like it came out too deep or too frequent too frequent means they, they struggle to keep up with the kid they, they weren't too much I don't just get rid of birds for rolling too much once they roll correctly, they trying to get back to the kit that is always work working. Because that can be fixed in many different ways. It could be the bird get a little more feed or a little more, a little more protein. You know what I'm saying? You can always take that bird, put that bird to the other bird that do the real good spinners, but maybe they didn't want they weren't deep enough or they weren't frequent enough. You know what I'm saying? That dumb birds can be useful. But anyway, the X's, I give birds X's for these reasons. Not kidding. Number one. Not rolling correctly. That might be one one A and one B. I think rolling correctly is probably number one. Not rolling correctly, horrible, is number one. Most of them I don't give birds a second chance when they when they throw birds a roll. I'm not rolling that don't roll correctly. I don't mean birds that wings out and stuff like that. I'm talking about birds that dish rag, that kind of stuff. Oh no. That's out of there right then. So 
So kitten and not rolling crappy. Those are the main two reasons why a bird would never won't get the breed for me again. Won't get another chance. Now you got birds that's gonna that's gonna be pretty good in there, but they're gonna always bump landing. This can't if they hover they bump boom. No, no birds make a mistake. You know, every every well, even people make mistakes, so that's not that bad. I won't really fault the bird too much for that. You know what I'm saying? But now there's a but. If they bumping every time they land, or over 50% of the time they land, now we gotta consider that. Now we gotta look at that different now. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's different now. So if they doing that, they doing it that often, they won't get a chance to breathe for me again. If there was a kid bird, they'd be they'd, they'd go back to being in the kid. I'm saying so. But you, everybody, too, just don't. Everybody can make their own decision what they gonna allow in their loft or their breeding loft or their kids, whatever it may be. So those are the kind of stuff I, I write down. I write down them notes. I write the notes by the pair. This bird, but it might be that only one bird that gets it out of ten. So you got you got to think about all that. So the pair is not as bad as people you think it is. One bird out of ten, maybe one bird out of five or six, maybe if you flew five or six. Then it depends on how good the other birds are off the pair. Okay, now, so let's take your notes. Rewrite, take your notes. Now, in regards to moving forward, getting your kit to be better or your stock loft to be better, you gotta take notes on that too. These birds are good, but if there's a but, you gotta address that but. You gotta address it. I ain't talking about that but that you see walking down the street. That but, B-U-T, not B-U-T-T. So we gotta address that. Maybe it was good, but now we gotta address that but. We gotta figure out what's up with that but right there. Is it fixable? Can we fix that by breeding or feeding or something? No, we can't fix it by feeding. By feeding is only putting a band-aid on it. A band-aid on it. That's what feeding does with a butt. It puts a band-aid on it. But can we fix that? You know what I'm saying? Um, it depends on what it is. Stuff you can fix. Birds um, coming down early, maybe. Um, speed. Speed, I'm, I'm seeing now, and style is subjective. Everybody don't see speed and style the same way. Everybody don't cherish certain parts of speed and style either. You know what I'm saying? So you got to figure out what you like and what you need. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's a little background noise. I'm on the freeway. I'm the um, interchange right now going to the 110, from the 105 to the 110. Um, so you got to figure it out for yourself. Speed and Quality. Quality is style and speed together. That's what quality is. It's style and speed together. Just let you guys know. Hold on. Come back. Okay, I'm back. Uh, the, the freeway is making too much noise with tires and, the, and that interchange part. That rough riding. So I wait till I got off the freeway to get back with you guys. Where was I? Oh. Style and speed. Quality. That's what I was talking about. So quality of style plus speed together. Not they're not separate. So it's a combination of both. We're talking about quality. Now if you're talking about style, now when you when you evaluate your birds, you can break them down to style and speed. When you evaluate your birds. 
So when you evaluate your birds, you gotta say, what's the best style? The best style is wings touching top and bottom, and that's not often, you don't see that that often. You got, uh, what's next after that to me is, um, it's an A pattern, but not the wide A, where it's touch maybe at the top. Well, actually the wings don't touch over the, over the back because it's almost impossible because the, um, the physical shape of vision there, um, the skeletal shape is, is kind of hard for them to touch top and bottom. So when they're really touching, they're really touching under the breast. What it looks like is at the top because the bird is upside down. And if the bird is fast enough, it looks like it's touching top and bottom because it, it creates an illusion because of the speed. Okay, let's get we got that out of the way. So speed can make, make a bird's um, style look even better or it can make it look worse. Depends on the color of the bird and the color of the sky behind the bird. So, so we, we're evaluating our birds. We're not, we're not going to go too deep into that. So we're evaluating our birds, right? So, if you require a certain style, or you're going to have a max or a minimum, and a minimum, some of you deal, some of you accept, and do your total goal. So, you vary to pair like that. Do I get the style I want, the speed I want? And you got to do that. You got to figure out what it is you really want and what, you really, what you're willing to accept and go from there. Which, which, what you guys got to keep in mind is only other person that matters with your quality or your style and or speed is somebody who's judging your pigeon. Other than that, everybody else don't matter. Just the people, just the judge. So you got, so if you're in competition, according to what the judges say, you got to think about that. You, you have, if you're competing, you have to think about that because they're the ones going to get your birds most of the time trying to compete so you gotta impress a judge you have to impress the judge you can't say I ain't worried about what no judges think and you're trying to compete don't make no sense so you gotta get close to what what they consider is great style but if they conflict if what they like conflicts with what you like then you may be in, in the wrong part of the game you shouldn't be trying to compete so go look at them pairs look at them this pair was good but the birds uh, flew too high. That's if they throw if a pair throw a lot of birds that fly over the kit, break them up. You gotta figure out where it's coming from. Or it could be a combination of both birds. They both can have that gene in them. When they touch together, it multiplies, and that's why that happened. You gotta understand that too, that you gotta be careful what you put into your birds. You know what I'm saying? Cause when you start creating a family and them genes start touching back to each other, a lot of stuff gonna start coming out. You don't just get the good, you get the good and the bad. You gotta consider that. And you gotta think about that. Them butts we talk about, though, that's when they're gonna come out. When you start touching it, oh, this bird had that butt, and this other bird had the butt, but her grandmother was had the butt, the same butt the other one had. So her grandfather had it. So now you gotta think, damn, that's where it's coming from. And you know, with them two them few generations with that. So you gotta keep thinking about be careful what you put in put into your birds. I'm saying so that's why you gotta be very very careful I had to reevaluate some stuff too I was, I was flicking good spinners over the years so I had to go back and say you know what I need workers I need workers I need spinning workers well, I'll take a little bit off the speed but keep the quality I'm gonna keep the style and get the work rate and that's the decision I made and now I live with that
saying? Because you look at all the best kits that you see, that ones that's winning, they knock them super fast pigeons. You know what I'm saying? And we got to recognize that. I said, hmm, there might be a little something to this. But it makes sense because they actually call Birmingham rollers, not Birmingham spinners. But they're supposed to spin fast like a spinning ball, blah, 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 blah. Okay, we know that. Everybody should know that part, that saying. It's in the pencil book. The pencil book is in there. We know that part. But what model speed is really acceptable, you got to figure that out on your own. Go we'll see a lot of kids. Go we'll see a lot of individual birds. Guys fly individuals. Go we'll see all that. And you'll get an idea, right? So now you're regarding your birds. You got this pair, do this now. Now what you got to do, you got to say, how many pairs do you have? Now, if you have a pair that was really, really, really good, I mean really good, they blew 65% or higher birds, that's, they got pretty good style, speed, frequency, and all that. You gotta, you gotta consider those birds. I would go make them again. I'll make it one more season. Just have, just have guaranteed birds. You know at work. That's why you do that. You ain't doing it to stock birds all the time. You doing it so you can have some stuff you know work. They go back into the loft. That's why you do that. You gotta think about it just like that. Oh, I'm getting you this so I can get some more of these in the loft. Some more of these and lost some more of these. You know I'm saying so that's what you gotta think about. If you got a pair that worked out good, make some more of them. That's one guaranteed pair you ain't gotta guess about. You know they work. But sometimes you have pairs that they'll breed good one year but won't breed good the next. I, what it is, I have no idea. But it happens. Or they might breed good stable spinners one year and breed a lot of hot birds the following year. That's something we have no control about. Control, we can't control that. Um, that's, you can't, that's, that's something that's hard to figure out. Anyway, moving on. So we still evaluating our birds. Now, there are some birds you know, yet you have doubts about in the first place. And what happened is you, you bred them this year anyway, and all you did was solidify your doubts. Now, I will remove that bird from my stock loft. I won't breed it. Um, personally, I won't kill it, but there are people who say, I'll just kill it. It's a cub, I'll just kill it. I don't want to sell it to nobody else. That might be true. I don't take taking birds like that, and now you just gave them to somebody else, and it worked out real good for that person. It's just how it is. So we just gotta make we just gotta make that decision. You know what I'm saying? We gotta make the decision. So now you got your pair, you got the bird you don't want to use. And sometimes when you go in your loft, sometimes we, like now I go in my loft, look for a reason not to use the bird. Oh, ask myself, why is this bird still here? What is this bird doing for me? Why am I keeping this bird around? So what I do is with birds like that, I'm not going to stop guessing. I'm going to put them, I'm going to put them down and find out why they're still there. Let this bird show me why it's still there. I'm going to breed the whole year. This will give me some stuff that's horrible in the first few babies, first set, first two sets, the same horrible trait. 
They broke up and I said, nah, okay, that's why I wouldn't bring this bird. It's out of here. It's gone. Now, um, and you gotta do that with yourself. You gotta go. There are some guys that come out to think they know it all. They say, oh, I'll get rid of all these birds. And then you look at theirs. Let me see your birds. And their birds are no better than yours. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, just fly your birds. Be honest with your pairs. When you ride, ride with the birds, you can't be having, it can't be no favoritism. You gotta be like, you know what? How good is this bird for real? My, I'm bred it two years old. I ain't gotten enough of it. If you ain't get enough of it, I don't care. If you if you lost them all, you ain't losing nothing. You keep losing them every year, that's a sign. That's a sign also. You know what I'm saying? You got some pairs, you have all the damn near all the babies around. That's a, that's a good sign too. Especially they're coming out decent. So that's all this stuff to think about. I gotta take a break. I gotta do something. Hold on. Hold that thought. So I'm back with you guys again. I have to stop to go grab my feed out here, do my my feed runs and stuff like that right now. So that's what I'm doing right now. Running around. Just leaving Adam's feed right now. Right here on Manchester. Off Manchester and Compton. So now let's go, let's talk about a little, little something a little different. Okay. When you, when you, when you um, evaluating your birds, and you're trying to figure out what's what, what you're going to bring in, what you're going to get rid of, what you're going to keep, the pairs you're going to remake, repeat, and stuff like that. Everything should be geared toward what you, what you plan to do with your birds, what you're trying to do with them. I mean, if you're not trying to do nothing special, it's not, it's not really a big issue. Saying so, if you're not trying to compete and you don't you don't care about competition, competition, you, know, you don't care if your birds roll together, then you breed your birds accordingly. Uh, but I will suggest that you always try to breed for your birds. Be um, I'm I don't, I'm starting not not to like the word frequent. I, I'm, I like the word regularity or regularly more. Um, I like that bird more. So you always gonna have your birds entertaining. So you breed your birds accordingly. So you, might, you can go back there and go over your birds and you evaluating your birds and why I'm keeping this cock, why I'm letting go of this hen, why I need more like this. You thinking about what you want to see in the air, your performance, what, what what drives you, whatever that drive is that really drives you. Look at Cooper hunting. Look at the comments. Whoa, they took off too late. Cooper, try to get the commies. Commies already gone. Um, what drives you? You know what I'm saying? What keeps you going? And when it, when it comes to the birds, and that's how you gotta evaluate your birds. Now, when your selection process is going on, right? If color is one of the things that drives you, it's okay. Do it with in according in accordance with performance. Alright. I always think about the performance. You want to see. You always want good rollers, not just colorful rollers. 
saying? I see dudes say birds are nice, but they talking about how it look, the color. I say, oh, nice birds are color. So what make it not exact question time? What make that bird nice? And that throws them all the way off. That question should not throw you off. You're supposed to be an answer. Well, just make it nice to me and say what it is. If it's color, because blue check or red and white or yellow or opal or some lace or frosted flakes or Captain Crunch, whatever it is, and <laughs> make that bird make you like that bird. They ask your bird what make a nice bird. You tell them that's what makes it a nice bird to me. Even if they don't like it or got something to say about it, you tell them that's what makes a nice bird to you. And that's it. I like the color. I like the pattern. Whatever it is. <coughs> Who are they to argue about what you, what you think a nice bird is as far as what you like? Now, that's you. Now, if you say that's a nice roller, right this nice roller. You seen it spin? Right. It, it, I mean, what it is? The, the body, expression, overall character of the bird, the overall character of the bird. What is it? What makes this bird, that bird, a nice bird? A nice roller. You know, and you should be able to answer that question. Because you know what makes it a nice bird to you, but most people won't answer it because they worry about it not being the right answer. They're asking you what, why you think it's a nice bird. You tell them why you think it is. It's just that simple. I mean, and people know it. They know why they, they like a pigeon, but they can't say it. They won't tell you why. So, all that's up to you when you slip when you're going through your pairs. You understand, you still understand your pairs are your pairs. They're not feeding them, you feed them. They're not back there cleaning up behind them and watching them every day. You are. You flying them. Everything. So they're your pairs. So, and that's what I want you guys to understand. Um, and just think about your pairs. It's real value. See, now, if you think about straight performance, everything you do got to be for a straight performance. Everything. Yeah, all your selections got to be for a performance. If you're trying to compete, competition, you got to breathe your burdens along the guidelines of competition. Just that simple. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to breathe your burdens along the guidelines of competition if you're not competing. It's a little harder unless you're judging your birds every week, every two weeks, or whatever it may be. If you judge them, and you're watching them, and you're judging them, and you're figuring out who's doing what and who's not doing what and which birds are breaking, which birds are not breaking. If you judge them like that, you're doing a good job. You're on the right track. Honestly, you're on the right track. If you're just picking the best individuals, what you're going to get is best individuals. I know. Frequent birds to roll together are a plus. That's a big plus. That's where everybody headed. So you got an idea what you're doing now. Now, also, when you're evaluating your birds, you just look at a pair. Okay, this pair laid six times. Babies be small. Now, when babies small, they keep doing a lot of runs. You got to do all this stuff to get the babies to, to survive. That's another bad sign. Another bad sign. I will shake those too. I'll figure out which parent is causing it and why it's causing it. And see if you can fix the bird like that. You know, medicate or whatever I mean you know there's some guys who don't medicate they don't, they don't think they should medicate their birds but uh, okay, I, I get it 
I get their concept of doing that. I get it though. But I also get the fact that I'm human and I gotta take medicine. Right now, over the last month, I've been on high blood pressure pills. I've never took that kind of stuff before in my life. Um, over the last month, I've been taking them. High blood pressure. People take Tylenol or whatever it is for headaches. When they get migraines or headaches. They take medicine. When they get cold, they take something to help them with the cold. So, but they won't give it to their birds. They give it to their dogs. I mean, come on now. Pigeons don't deserve to get it. But they need weak, they need to die, they need to die. Make their stock stronger. Maybe so. They could be. Sometimes the diseases they get are brought on by bad conditions or so forth. It's not the bird's fault. So that's all I'm going to talk about right for right now. We had 25 minutes going into 26. So I'm going to end this one right here. But this is what we're going to do. We're going to select. We're going to breathe. We're going to fly. We're going to select the game. We're going to beat Keith Nunder. Well, agenda. I'm out. Peace.